Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Happy still New Year. I'm Connor, and I'm still waiting for Monster 2 sponsor my life or my death. I'm Spencer, and I'm known by the state of California to cause cancer. And I'm Tepper. This week, we'll be watching The Princess Diaries, directed by Gary Marshall, released in 2001. This is the theatrical movie debut of Anne Hathaway. I believe we all brought this movie this week. Why? It was a big movie. It was a good time. <laughs> Everyone had good time. Two- 2001, best year. Been downhill. 2001, the <laughs> best year. Nothing bad happened in 2001. The good old days after 9-11. This is one of the movies that I don't think anyone in my family particularly liked, but most of us found agreeable in such a way that, like, I remember watching it many times, but I can't tell you, like, oh, yeah, like, my sister loved this movie. I know, like, it just kind of seemed like it was, like, a B-plus enough for everyone. Might have the exact same experience. Because, yeah, this definitely, we had this on DVD, and it was definitely on quite a bit. I had a friend who really liked this movie, and I think that's why I watched it so much. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it definitely was pretty enjoyable, but it's also just kind of there. All right. Uh, do you know anything about this one, Tepper? Uh, this is the one when your guys were saying like, oh yeah, we're going to be watching this. I was like, have I seen this movie? And then I looked up, I'm like, like not this movie specifically, but rather like Princess Bride. And I'm like, okay, no, 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 this this is different. Uh, yeah, this is just the movie whose title I mix up with, uh, the Princess Bride. Uh, otherwise I know literally nothing about this movie. Excellent. What a time to be alive. A movie you haven't walked into in on or read the synopsis of. <laughs> just like watch it, throw it on. I'm just like, oh, wait, I have seen this movie. <laughs> it just removed it from my brain. I can't imagine that the Princess Diaries subreddit is like super active, though. Like, I can, I can see why you haven't like read a, <laughs> read a fan synopsis <laughs> of this film. <laughs> and like, I've been wrong before. I mean, I, I just don't think it gets talked about ever. Like, like oftentimes movies that I'll, like, read, like, a synopsis of or, like, walk in on are ones that are popular enough that they either get, like, a lot of TV reruns or, like, are talked about and I get curious enough to know what's going on but not curious enough to actually watch the movie. Uh, I was going to say, I think part of it's also because it's a Disney movie, so it just, like... ah. It, like, Disney doesn't feel the need to just put their movies on channels. Yeah, that would explain a lot of it. So you said that this was Anne Hathaway's theatrical debut? Yes. That's what this How is that possible? Is. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, the I swear to God. Movie debut, anyways, it says. Huh. I, like, maybe all those other films didn't come out in theaters? Like, it just, I, I could be misremembering, but it really seems to me like I saw Anne Hathaway in things before. The only thing movie. she was in before Princess Diary was, was Get TV Real. Show. Yeah. 
a TV show. And she was only on like specific episodes. 22 huh. episodes across two years. Hmm. That's that's just crazy to me because I mean like she's such a staple of cinema now. Like she seems like a person who's always been in movies. And I guess 2001 is a significant chunk of my always at least, but hmm. maybe you like stepped into another dimension. Mandela yeah, I, I don't know. I was about to say, yeah, maybe this is the Mandela effect. Yeah, go, got to go to that conference. Tell I'm them curious. About... <laughs> can you can you name something you think came out before this? Who is in Ever After? Isn't that her? No, I don't think so. I don't know that one immediately. I could be thinking of the wrong person. It's that's like Drew Barrymore. Hmm. Mm, okay yeah i stand by my confusion (laughs) (laughs) i only know that because i literally just looked it up yeah same all right uh all right we're now showing temper the poster for the movie please describe it and let us uh tell us what you think the movie's about uh i'd like to say that all of the posters for this movie looked incredibly fake (laughs) (laughs) that i believe is the cover of the dvd as well or like uh, close without the text, to it. yes. Yeah, which was the like only version image. I could find, pretty much. Other like this is the only one that this is actually the the po- poster because it's got the text on it. Yeah, this is a poster. Um, at the top, from the director of Pretty Woman and Runaway Bride, uh, Julie Andrews and Hathaway. Uh, there are. Then in the center of the frame, two people, one uh, older looking lady uh, in the back, and then one person um, more toward the front who is wearing headphones, uh, sunglasses, and kind of making a weird smile, I'm going to be honest. I don't really like looking at that smile. And they're both wearing um, fancy dresses and... uh, what do you call that? Tiara? Is that the name yeah. of that specific? Yeah. Uh, they're both wearing tiaras. And then at the bottom, it says Walt Disney Pictures Presents, The Princess Diaries. Uh, and then at the bottom, again in red text, She Rocks, She Rules, She Reigns. Coming soon. Um, kind of a minimalist uh, poster overall. Um, yeah, I don't know. This poster sucks. Yeah, to be honest. I mean, like, I think that that is too harsh. It, like, absolutely (laughs) tells you everything you need to know about this movie. Yeah, like, like, I guess so. But uh, like, when you see this movie, you're going to be like, damn, this poster really nailed it. Yeah, I met like the poster. I think gives like a solid idea. It's just like in terms of describing stuff. I'm like, well, like yeah, there's like two people. They're both fancy, dressy, like uh, dressed pretty fancy, Um, and that's like it. Yeah, it's boring Uh, to look at. Like I would, I would just glaze over it if I was looking at this amongst all the other movie posters. There's definitely a lot of way better posters. Yeah. Uh, this one's actually. I'll share this one as well. 
gives you a little bit more information about the characters than the very minimalist of the first. Yeah, this one's a little better. Uh, this one, uh, uh, light blue background. At the top, Walt Disney Pictures presents the Princess Diaries, but the uh, the princess part of that is like pink spray paintish. I think it's supposed to be lipstick. Lipstick? Okay. And there is a character lounging on a chair uh, with a big old grin on their face. And then uh, somebody who seems very exasperated with them uh, leaning on the chair behind them. I like how your description makes it sound like these could potentially be completely different people than the first poster. <laughs> <laughs> who knows who they, these could be? Yeah, yeah, no idea. No idea. It's up to you, viewers and listeners, to uh, guess. Can you solve the riddle? <laughs> yeah. Which character is which? You'll have to figure it out. Uh, yeah, like this one's also pretty good. Still like, I don't know. So what do you think? I like this one a lot better. Yeah. Uh, so if I had to guess, um, the main character is a princess who is going to be assuming a lot more responsibility soon, but doesn't want to assume that responsibility and is still clinging to their carefree ways of doing um, crazy princess stuff. Uh, it's 2001, so they act like a rock star. They just kind of do what they want. Um, and then the uh, other the uh, character looking exasperated in the second poster is probably their like mother, who's like constantly trying to be like, you're a princess, you have to you know act the part and go to fancy tea parties and do do princess stuff and the main character's like nah fuck tea parties i'm gonna go drink hard booze and pass out in the back uh that kind of i'm stuff. gonna participate in underage drinking yeah yeah although it is a walt disney so maybe not <laughs> but 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 uh, whatever the like uh age appropriate equivalent of like fuck the rules i do what i want i'm cool fuck you mom i'm a princess um I want a cut of this movie where uh, Tepper uh, dubs over all the voices. <laughs> Especially if we could manage that before he's seen it. <laughs> that would have been even better. Uh, <laughs> Blind live dub, go. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be hard, I think. <laughs> It'd be very hard. It all, it all, and in the end, probably not be very entertaining. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So it's uh, that's that's roughly what I think it's about. All right. See you after the film. Can we eighty six the flags, please. No, the flags allow me to park anywhere. We keep the flags. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? I think Spencer summed it up pretty well by saying, like, this is just a B-plus movie. Like, it, it's just something you can kind of throw on, and everybody goes like, yes, this is fine. And that's basically how I felt about it. Was I was like, this is fine. The bits that I thought would annoy me annoyed me. 
and the bits I thought I'd like, I liked. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, didn't, like, elicit any really strong feelings in me, but it also didn't, like, offend me. I believe one of the reviews described it as watchable, and I was just like, that's very accurate. Yeah, 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 that's, what yeah. I, that's what I was going to say, was I think Spencer read, uh, read that review just before we started. It was just, like, <laughs> per- a perfectly watchable Disney movie. Yeah. So... I just want to start off my thoughts by getting this out of the way. Um, unequivocally, the worst thing about this film was its soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. It was aggressive. Like, it's <laughs> oh, indefensible, um, even for its time. And, um, like, frankly, if you could just mute that track. Right. <laughs> That being said, um, I think that I enjoyed this movie more than I expected to. Um, I like empathize with the main character more now than I think I did when I was originally watching this movie, because like not only have I had similar experiences, but I'm like way past those experiences now. And like watching this movie was a lot of like, oh, you poor young thing. Like I Spencer's a want you to make it through your your troubles that you're having. <laughs> right um yeah. she super needs a day planner or i guess it was too <laughs> easy for, too early for cell phones which was like a main crux of the film but I mean, that, um that nun had a had a cell phone yeah yeah absolutely like there were cell phones but like when she's sitting on the hill in the rain and i was just like Oh, this is just one of those like Seinfeld plots that would be solved with cell phones. Like if they could if they could just like call each other all the time, they wouldn't this wouldn't even be a problem. They they said that like the storm was interfering with with cell right. coverage or something. When is the last time you remember a storm interfering with cell coverage to such a degree that you like like I hear you, but I feel like no, that's no, also a two thousand one cell phone problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it happens like, sometimes at my parents' house because they're just like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right, not like downtown San Francisco. No, not downtown <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> Which is like right in the middle of somewhere. San Francisco, theoretically. <laughs> theoretically, we're not we're not one hundred percent sure. Te- Tepper mentioned this that just like it it's one of the one of the night good things about this movie is like they really make San Francisco a character in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's it, always, that can be a nice treat in a movie. Instead of just like random city, whatever, it being very explicitly this is San Francisco, and they lean into it is nice. Um, both Julie Andrews and Anne Hathaway—that's her name, right? I can't remember mm-hmm. her names. Yes, uh, they were both a treat. Uh, I yeah. really enjoyed what they brought to the table, and like. Especially because, like, Julie Andrews, it, obviously, is, is she's Julie Andrews, right? Like, that's not a surprise. Yeah. But especially knowing that this is Anne Hathaway's first theatrical appearance, like, no, like, she showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she, cons- yeah, acting alongside Julie Andrews uh, in her first movie. And, like, they had some really solid on screen chemistry. Like, I really yeah. bought both of their characters and, like, yeah, I guess I enjoyed watching them interact. And, like, I think Julie Andrews did a really good job of being uh, regal and elegant, but, like, not harsh. Like, she very clearly had a heart through the whole movie and was not letting that get in the way of her 
understood duty, right? Yeah, like the way I'd say it is like the 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 three of them, the uh, Anne Hathaway, Julie Andrews, and then whoever played Joe, they like elevated otherwise mediocre material to like something that was quite good. Yeah, Joe was the best part of this yes. movie, frankly. Yes. Hector, <laughs> like... Hector, Hector Elizondo. <laughs> who apparently uh, the director has a fondness for because he's been in multiple other of his movies, it looks like. Because, yeah, like nice. I recognize him, I feel like. Um, and he usually plays roles like this, right? Like security, reserve, tough guy kind of thing. But, um, but no, he absolutely did a lot of work in this movie. And, like, this movie was so about heart. Like, it's so weird when you notice the pacing of it um, that in, what, the last 10 minutes of the movie is where they go, oh, yeah, and by the way, if the princess doesn't, doesn't accept the princess ship, um, the, the control of the country falls to a different group of people. Yeah. Right? Like, in a different movie, that would have been, like, part of the Act 1 or Act 2 tension. Like, that would have been revealed 45 minutes in and been a huge part of her decision-making process. But no, like, this movie was 100% about, like, whether or not this girl feels like she's up to being a princess or not. Yeah, I yeah. was... When I was actually, like, thinking about it near the end of the movie, before the ball, actually, I was just like, who is the villain in this film? Because, like, I can't fully think of one. Teenagers. Which might make which might make Tepper's top kind of interesting. Lily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the people at her school. The, well, basically, most of them are awful. Well, honestly, like the villain is her own potential. Two thousand one, not identifying sexual harassment for what it is, and well, a sexual assault, I suppose. But yeah, so like the villain is is her own potential right like mm. she is mm. realizing that she has two roads she can walk and like both of them will be hard for different reasons and tries to decide and then like it seems like at the end they're like oh man we got to make sure this clock is ticking for like a reason and they're like uh yeah. remember those dudes <laughs> it turns out they're next next in line for the throne <laughs> yeah yeah well it's because like they Presumably, there was supposed to be another scene that made that more clear. Like we had some throwaway lines when we first saw them, but that just seemed like I don't know him flirting with his wife. Less, less like this is actually the stakes. I I can definitely imagine that that was a more prominent feature, like a more prominent plot element during shooting, and it like got dropped in favor yeah. of. Yeah, no, like we're actually just gonna make this about these character, like this particular character, because like, okay, does Julie Andrews go through a struggle? Like, does she grow or change in any way? She eats a corn dog. Yeah, she goes around San Francisco, and like she clearly develops a more personal relationship with her granddaughter. But, yeah. like, it doesn't seem like she was ever, like, struggling with, like, should I force this girl to do this or not? Like, it seems like she walked in being, like, no, she has to make this choice for herself. And then just, like, at the end was, like, I'm glad you made this choice for yourself. Yeah. And, like, I've got to know you along the way. Man, like, the, the, the line near the end, though, when she's just, like, you'll always be my granddaughter first and foremost. It's, like, 
you, there should be an asterisk there of as of four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had no intention of ever visiting this person. I think that they said or implied that like they had intended to like do all this when she was 18, but like then the yeah. like Baron showed up and said, I'm here to take the throne, apparently. <laughs> and somehow the entire like management of the royal family of this country didn't see this coming three years ahead of schedule. <laughs> well, her father died two months prior to this movie starting. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. So basically, like they're sitting there going like okay, well, the father is the roadblock here. Like, he's sitting there being crown prince. Whoop-de-doo. What can we do about it? And then he dies mysteriously. In a yes. terrible accident. Yeah. Well, and also just, like, like that's just, it's not, that's also just not a plot point. She's just like, this was, your father was a prince. He, it's like, and he's dead. It's just like, okay. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like I know he was never he was never in your life, but like just not relevant. It's like it's like does that mean he's not going to send me birthday presents anymore? It's like well, he's got one last one for you. So uh, yeah, I guess what was kind of surprising about that to me was not the way they handled the father being dead, but like when they're like, yeah, it's been two months, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like it, I could imagine if it was eight months ago, right? Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, seriously, two months seems seems very soon for it, all this to be dumped on this poor girl. All political decisions must be done at the yearly Genovian ball. <laughs> it's a strange country. Yeah, small but very prideful. Okay, so where do you guys think it would be in Europe if its main trading partners are Portugal and Spain? They mentioned where it was. Yeah, between like France between... and Spain. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there anything between France and Spain? Yes, I think Genovia. Angora is. <laughs> Not anymore. I think, I think I read that in the trivia. It did mention in the trivia, like, there is a country there. Huh. I like okay. most most of the trivia is just like, yeah, this is a picture of, of Anne Hathaway's actual father, and this is her actual cat, and she actually set a man on fire and panicked. And she actually and fell down. And water at him. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. actually fell down. That's just most of the trivia. It's just like, she's a, she's actually a klutz, and, and this is her real retainer uh, cat and father. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty believable, honestly. <laughs> Um, oh, this movie made reminded me. Uh, Tepper, have you seen My Big Fat Greek Wedding? I have not. Okay, oh, we should add that to the list because it's another movie where you just go like, yeah, just buy a hair straightener. And they're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, no, just buy a hair straightener. And they have like a transition scene. And this woman just becomes beautiful out of nowhere because like they bought a hair straightener. <laughs> it's magic. What if Hollywood's in the pocket of big hair straightener? I mean, yeah, finish your thought, you mean? <laughs> no, I, I meant to leave that hanging as a, uh, an implication. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if? Um, I really liked a lot of the background comedy to this. Um like, I noticed at the end when the little European goblin man who wanted to steal the country <laughs> realizes he's not going to get the country, he steals a pot. Yeah, he steals a, and just then, a face. And then, like, three cuts later, you see 
the assistant woman coming back, talking on her, like, security intercom, putting the vase back. I actually, I missed that. Oh, my God. It's like, that's not a good liar. Security going, like, keep a better eye on that guy. <laughs> Stealing pots out here. Yeah, I posted. was aggressively 2001. I posted in chat Andorra. I mean, as soon as I heard that soundtrack, I was like, oh, my God, it's 2001. Get me out of here. And then they started speaking French. I like their yeah. scooters. Yeah, the scooter, the electric scooters that barely work in San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they work better than her Mustang. Yeah, like, why? You don't have a license and you don't know how to drive stick. Why are yeah. you trying to drive in San Francisco? Oh, man. Especially, like, the main other movie that I watched where, like, San Francisco is, like, a big part of it is, as I was mentioning in chat, is Bullet. Because there's this, like amazing car chase that happens going up and down the hills of like san francisco like the same roads that she was taking and it's in that movie it is so smooth and professional and then you just like looking at it in this movie where she's just cannot deal with that car i'm just like oh man this is very great contrast yeah i mean typically in movies you see people going down hills in san francisco you rarely <laughs> see them going up the big hills it's a lot less cool yeah just like the the chase scene, but then they're just like struggling to to get up, the uh, hill. summit the hill. So, I agree with the general sentiment that like the way that Lily reacted sucks. Um, but I think it was like really super believable for who they were going yeah. into this. Like, if you're the like alt girls who like define yourselves by not being the popular girls and then two days out of the middle of nowhere your like best friend shows up all made up in a limo i feel like a totally <laughs> not like appropriate, yeah. but like really normal 15 year old responses to go like oh so you're selling out then are you yeah the, the way i'd say it is lily is the um a very good example of that style of character like i've seen like, like, I feel like I've seen way worse versions of that character where it's, like, simple misunderstanding. It's like, I hate you now. Whereas in this one, it's like, no, it's, like, several things that happen and, like, the main character, you know, fucked up. Like, at two very critical junctures and double booked and made promises that she didn't keep. And it was like, yeah, like, Lily is very reasonable to be upset with her about yeah. that stuff. She just yeah. hardcore booked everything for Saturday night. Like, it just, just people kept on going, like, Saturday night, right? And she's like, can't think of anything going on. <laughs> well, I mean, so, like, Lily's is a little, like, selfish of her because it's just, like, literally, it's just like, it's like, so now that your secret was revealed literally hours ago and you have to make a life-changing decision, my needs. And she just kind of yeah. says yes without really thinking about it. Yeah, that that one was definitely like a bit selfish, and like she obviously didn't realize that uh, uh, Eminem boy was asking uh, for a date. Mm, he just like she like, literally yeah, just says it's a date, and they I guess like he did say no, and like you should own your shit, man. But also, you're a two thousand one sixteen yeah. year old, so like <laughs> I have I have some sympathy for you. She just, she hangs out at that garage and listens to them play music sometimes when she's waiting for her car to get fixed. Like, it's, it obviously didn't seem like it was anything special based on oh, the words no. he said. I, I absolutely agree. Like, and frankly, um, yeah, especially because she says, like, 
is this like a date? And he's like, no. And like, obviously you and I, the audience with two yeah. X life experience on these people are sitting there watching going like, Hey, this looks like two people making a date. Right. <laughs> um, you again, like they're 50. Like, I think a lot of my sentiment towards this movie is I really felt like the teenage characters were teenagers and yeah. had a lot of like, wow, these people are doing things that I think are shitty, but also like, I super remember being like that. So I like get it. They're like believably shitty. So what do you think it yeah. would cost me to get a pizza sent to your place with no cheese, no sauce, <laughs> and just Smarties that spell out sorry? I think it was a cheese pizza. It was just a really shitty cheese pizza. Like, you know those real <sighs> greasy yeah, joints? Yeah, that pizza looked awful. I was like, oh yeah. my god. I, mean, I don't think he was supposed to eat it. He's going <laughs> to a ball. Well, I mean, you're, I don't think you're supposed to eat pizza in San Francisco. That just looked really sad. <laughs> I would eat just, it. Just like the people of San Francisco. I can I can just imagine though being the pizza place that took that order being like, you want me to go buy M and M's? No, they definitely. You want, you want me to go to a different store? No, no. And listen, buy you M and M's and charge them in addition to the pizza. Hey, <laughs> pizza, hey. pizza places in San Francisco just have M and M's. That's actually the most disgusting pizza topping I've ever heard. Did you did you see their slogan? We get a call, we deliver. Yeah. I want you to take a pizza place to 37th Street and shoot the man who answers the door. <laughs> like, all right. We get a call, we deliver. <laughs> yeah, we're we're bound by contract. <laughs> we got the call. Now it's time for delivery. Bonds that hold us they to sold their souls to devils. That we perform services for mortals. Uh, oh, so, so a comment I wanted to make was this movie has similar characterizations uh, and a bit of the same energy as like the pre-hysteria movies without being willing to just go over that ledge. Crack at it. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, like the uh, stylist and stuff, like that character. Oh, yeah, very easily could be in a prehistoric movie. Very oh. true. Very Did true. you guys catch the line when they're in the high school vice principal's office and they bring in the hairdresser and he's like, "I, I'm sorry, it was me that outed you. I don't mean." And then, and then Joe just kind of looks at him and goes, "Like, not right now, man." Yeah. <laughs> I love that, that, like, whenever he tries to, like, take a step forward and, like, he gets stopped by Joe and it's just like, thank you. It's just like, no problem. Grazie. <laughs> thank you for keeping me in line. Joe, Joe was just wonderful. Like, I, I can't think of a scene where I didn't like Joe being in it. Yeah, man. That vice principal is a real uh, simp for royals. Yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> like... <laughs> For no embarrassingly so, For yeah, no obvious reason. <laughs> I also do love like I just I guess because it's like I mean like our as Canadians you, we say the Queen because we have a specific one we're referring to. This is just San Francisco; they don't give a fuck. So it's just like no, the Queen who's currently here, a <laughs> Queen, like, the, the Queen. Yeah, we know of no other. This one's here <laughs> right now. I think what's weird about it though. Is that she's got so much, like, hardcore business mom, like, the stock numbers energy 
in every other scene she's in and then the royalty shows up and she just like rolls over and shows her belly and i'm like <laughs> i i don't get the impression that this like suit wearing asian woman would care that much about obscure european royalty it just isn't the impression that i got from the rest of her character that's why she became a vice principal she knew this day would come (laughs) carefully inserted myself (laughs) everyone's hair was so terrible except for anne hathaway's (laughs) (laughs) even the popular girls it was hideous they just it it was very 2001 yeah, yeah just had shit in places for no reason. Just like three braids on the top of your head, and then it like fans out from the side, and it's like, no, this is like queen bitch. And I'm just like, really? Well, it, it was weird when like some of them, like when she reveals her hair in class, and when she takes the hat off, and some people were like, like when everybody wasn't immediately like getting super hyped about it i was like what is going on okay <laughs> like okay, she so, looks great her hair looks amazing like hmm. what the fuck guys remember being in high school though right you're sitting there uh the weird kid shows up and all of a sudden looks great you gotta i mean obviously <laughs> like the game theory move here is go like the weird kid is trying make fun <laughs> of the weird kid for trying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, probably the like least accurate part of that scene is that like everyone would be silent until like the alpha made a comment, and then everyone would jump on that comment. Yeah, I mean that was clearly for the convenience of the script. There was she actually got a lot of different comments. Yeah, yes. yeah, and like like one of one of the like one of the cheerleader girls actually just gave her a genuine compliment, or at least sounded. Genuine. Yeah. Mm. The weird kid is trying. Break her see, spirit. See, none none of the weird kids in my school tried. So, same. Well, did any of their weird? Did any of your weird kids get abducted by a limousine? No. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. Probably my favorite line in that entire movie is when she goes, "Hey, Joe, can we lose the flags?" And he goes, "No." They let me park anywhere I want. Yeah, yeah that was so good. <laughs> Very important in San Francisco. Like, yeah, I was just in there going like, I really un- empathize with Joe right now. Yes. Like, I- I'd have any flag you want on my car if I could just park places. <laughs> oh, man. It's a super brief shot, but w- during the beach party, you can see that Josh's boat is called the Joshster. Uh, it's <laughs> it's great. I really hate josh you should that's you should kind of his point yeah, like, that's his purpose not even necessarily the character like just him like even when he was there being like supposedly dreamy it was just uh it was painful like yeah 2001 disney's impression of what a high school girl would think is sexy just has not withstood the test of time. Um, Even when he was trying to be dreamy, like, it still felt insidious. Yeah, 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 That that's a good way of describing him, is, like, no matter what, I was like, this man is scum, holy shit. Uh, yeah, he's like a 2001 Chad. Uh, he aged terribly, awful. Yeah. He voiced Sid in Toy Story. What? Good for him. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah, he's been typecast. (laughs) (laughs) 
I really liked the mom. Yeah, the she mom had, was good. like a relatively small role, but like I I think one of the like through lines thematically that I really liked about this movie is how like hardcore on her side pretty much all of her authority figures were the entire time. Yeah. And they all had like a different way of supporting her, right? Like they couldn't like grandma couldn't do what the mom was doing, but like they all showed up and like each had their own way of saying like, don't worry, this is a choice that you need to make for yourself and we'll accept you either way. Well, and, and they were like willing to help too. Like they yeah. weren't just like, we're going to push you into the deep end. I hope you can like, or like, like, like the thing I like, like with um, like the queen, it was like, she looked at her and wasn't like a me, like noticed, like obviously she was rude and not refined, but wasn't like, Oh, you're a failure. Like I can't go with you. It was just like, these are things we just need to work on like there was that level of support there of we'll teach you like don't worry about it that i uh, appreciated i know it's 2001 but she's an artist living in san francisco and she's just like no piercings no tattoos <laughs> yeah it it was 20 years ago yeah but like ridiculous no wonder she's never found a man. Well, and like, she's into school teachers, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah apparently, it's a, it's a. But type. she, she, no, she's into, she's into, uh, into people she meets at schools. That's where she, that's where she met the prince as well when they were both at school. I'd like to put that on the top of my list of things not to put on your dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what I pick up people at schools. <laughs> <laughs> or any permutation thereof. <laughs> yeah, God, the soundtrack was terrible. Yeah, yeah. What and makes like, you different makes you beautiful. Didn't you know? Hmm. And, like, it was nice that, like, yeah, the, the kids had conflicts, but with the exception of the, like, popular people, right? Like, they had conflicts, and then they, like, kind of worked through it and resolved it, and, like, each person said, like, I was wrong, and, like, had a heart-to-heart. -heart. I liked that. I like that Joe plays basketball by himself. Yeah, well, like, one-handed, too, when he was holding the umbrella yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, I, was exactly. like, I was like, damn, Joe, like... He's got to stay in shape. He, and he was, hope he's, he was ho briefly hoping that, uh, that Mia would join him, but he's like, well, I'll just keep doing this. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, like, I had a good time. It, it was nothing really to write home about. But, like, I let myself enjoy it. Yeah, like, it's a solid, like, B-B-plus movie. Will I ever watch it again? Probably not by choice. You know what? I'm going to go out here on a limb, and I'm going to say it deserved a 51%, not a 49 <laughs> yeah i agree with that. hot takes from spencer it should be on the it should be on the top half honestly i think it's like a c it, it's like it's like a 62 yeah i guess like I, I i need to find a way to distinguish laterally on that grading scale right because like sometimes i would grade something at a c that was like kind of boring or whatever but but like functional whereas this was like actually like i i enjoyed watching this it just like 
was very paint by numbers and like G rated. Yeah, it was paint by it was like I was saying earlier, it it's content that is like very like it's like it's very well trodden, but like uplifted by very good performances from the actors in the movie. Like if uh, uh, even slightly worse actors, this movie goes down many, many points. I think like, honestly, maybe what I should do is evaluate movies that are like for kids on the scale of like F to A. Would I watch this with a kid? Mm. Right. Because there are definitely kids movies where I go like, I would not watch this with a kid either because it is painful for me to experience or because like something in the movie, I go like, Oh, that is a thing that like, maybe we shouldn't teach a children. <laughs> right. But like everything in this movie was like pretty good. It had a, a pretty positive message. I don't really feel like anybody had any weird regressive views. It was, it was um, I mean, it was 2001 again. That was twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm people, saying people that, think that the millennium was yesterday, but like the the music taste was regressive. Oh yeah, yeah. That's at, well, and like okay, I was thinking <laughs> very much so about Clockstoppers because that is another very yeah. 2001 movie. <laughs> oh um, yeah. But like, I could sing a good half of the songs in Clockstoppers. W- w- name one song in this movie. What makes you different makes you beautiful. Is that the title of the song? No, I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. That's the only words I picked out. Like they played all the small things in like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know what you're saying. Like 182 is a very 2001 band, but like there were songs in that movie. And like maybe Nickelodeon just has better music licensing deals than Disney does, but. The the issue is that Clockstoppers came out in a post nine eleven world, <laughs> so I relate to it more. This was no longer the world of the Princess Diaries. This is, this is the, the world of time stopping terrorist organizations. We grew up, <laughs> and so did our musical choices. Now we only listen to Blink one eighty two. It was a fast couple months. Just listen to Blink one eighty two. Be mad at mom. Oh, now Tepper, what if I told you there's a sequel? I would believe you. What if I told you sequels? Maybe someday. Wait, which is an even worse statement. There is not a Princess Diaries three, though it may be in the works. Are they gonna? Are they gonna get? Is Julie Andrews still alive? (laughs) She was last year. Sorry, it's, uh, La- how much more could we ask for? The 2020 <laughs> version of last year, when there was so last 2019. Update. No, the actual tw- like last year is now 2021. <laughs> what so my, year? In 2020. Okay. Was the last time there was updates of this might happen. Right. Okay. Okay. And for a second, I thought like you meant like delayed. in 2020 was the last time we got confirmation she was alive. I was like, uh... it's the last time <laughs> I received that confirmation. I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, Julie Andrews was last seen with a backpack <laughs> heading into the woods, and has not been heard from since. Yeah, we're they're, just, they're waiting for her to reemerge so they can film uh, the, the third Princess Bride. 
She has to find a a, a a release in a different kind of activity than that in which she's <laughs> normally engaged. Uh, according to IMDb, she is alive. Wikipedia also says that she is alive. <laughs> All right, we got it. We got there. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> Wikipedia is fast to update when someone dies. Yeah. That's got to be a badge of honor. I, I'd be very interested to see like how quickly IMDb gets that update versus uh, Wikipedia. Because there's got to be at least one person who's like, I'm not going to be the, I'm not going to get there in time for Wikipedia, but I, I could be the IMDb person. Do you think that Wikipedia is like, um, you know how like newspapers have articles pre-written for people's deaths? Like they have they like just... a thing of, mm. mark this person dead? No, no, no. Like they just have like a folder of like, okay, if you're a celebrity and you're like older than 65 most newspapers have already written your like this guy died article and they just like form fill in the date and update it with any recent victories of yours. I want I really (laughs) want it to be like a, just like a 30 question with check boxes of like, just like died to like illness drugs. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) will be missed. Eh, (laughs) I mean, you're joking, but that is pretty much how it goes. Hmm. Uh, apparently, Julia Andrews is most recently uh, Gru's mother in the never-ending existence of Minions. What? There's a is new it Minions actually movie. called The Never-Ending <laughs> never existence, existence of Minions? God, that'd be so good. Like, oh. I wouldn't put it past them. So in 2017, <laughs> Despicable Me, uh, Despicable Me Three, came out in which she voiced Gru's mother. In 2020, Minions: The Rise of Gru will be coming out, where she reprises her role. I like that they're just like no, it's just like clearly the Despicable Me title is not worth it anymore. This movie's <laughs> about Gru, but we'll just put his name under the Minions. She was in Aquaman, Nate. Oh, that makes so much more sense. I was just like, I'm like, this list of Despicable Me movies is very confusing. There's the first one, the third one, and then Minions, uh, whatever this is, probably seven. It's like, oh, right, those are the only ones she's in. That makes a lot more sense. I don't understand how those continue to be movies. Like, I, I'm slowly understanding what it is to become old. Because when I was young, <laughs> I used to think, how can person not be aware of culture thing. And now I'm just realizing that like, oh, somehow I've ignored the release of a sextology of Minions movies. I'm actually curious how many there are now. Let's find it. Uh... Like, and just like assumed that like, I guess they just make the toys. I, I just never thought about it somehow. For some reason, during my our uh, company Christmas party that uh, last year, there a, a, a Minions movie was playing the whole time. I mean, it's because <laughs> it was a company Christmas party. Just... Yeah, you still though. Uh, so apparently, apparently, so there's three Despicable Me movies with a fourth in the works, and there's a Minions movie and the sequel coming out, and then there is 15 short films. Damn. And so, so media. my main interaction with uh, minions is one of my mom's best friends 
is uh, very religious. I was friends <laughs> with Tarot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'll get to where that come, where minions come in. I'm friends with her on Facebook. I had to set my Facebook settings to not show any of her posts because I would get uh, uh, religious passages or like uh, 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 just like uh, uh, like if uh, the Lord is with you today type stuff with like minion pictures. <laughs> Jesus wants you to forward this email. <laughs> yeah, like, like it was the equivalent of that kind of stuff or just be like some passage from the Bible with a minion. And I'm just like, I cannot handle this. I, I, so, I, <laughs> why did you not forward every single one of those to Garrett? Because, like, let's be honest, minion screenshots with Bible quotes superimposed onto them is like dank as fuck. Tell 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 Garrett to befriend this person on Facebook. Oh god! Like you see that right? Like this person yeah. has has genuinely made beautiful art accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> like it's one of those things where sometimes i go like oh well all you have to do is like say something that a crazy person would say but then all of a sudden i realize like i don't know what a crazy person would say you need to like live the life of someone who superimposes bible verses onto minion screenshots before you can actually like have that idea like that's that's expression of a culture that is lived. Ooh, there's like there's an ongoing web series Saturday morning morning minions, which apparently releases on Sundays. What? That uh, way you get that way you get it seven days early. <laughs> there's actually yeah. So I mean, I I I definitely I really enjoyed the first Despicable Me. Uh, and it had an okay amount of minions. They weren't overbearing. I don't think I've seen the others. They were appropriate secondary characters. Yeah. And then I don't... I I maybe saw Despicable Me too. Definitely haven't seen the third one. And then, yeah, I definitely would have assumed there was a lot more minion-centric movies, but I guess it's mostly shorts currently. Which kind of makes sense. Like, they're perfect for making shorts out of. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so the Minions titled movies are prequels to the Despicable Me movies because they are prior to the Minions uh, meeting Gru. So it's technically fitting. This is completely off topic, but (laughs) Heather was showing me uh, a video. I see we're going off topic. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Heather was showing me a video of uh, bad celebrity tweets from like 2004 to 2011 or something like that and one of them was somebody asked some star like hey like if you could time travel where would you go and she's just like paris in 1940 and then like five minutes later goes like oh my god guys i just looked it up i don't know history (laughs) (laughs) why would you just say that (laughs) just like it seems like a romantic time and place to be very romantic <laughs> just like off the top of her head was just like yeah I'd go back to Paris in 1940 it was just like that's so specific and <laughs> so concerning <laughs> uh, 
Just want to watch the French get what they deserve. <laughs> what do you think the mother sells paintings for? I don't think she sells paintings. I think she makes well, the, paintings. Well, what does she do? Like, how are they paid? Do you think that, like, the Genovian <laughs> government has been sending them checks? Yeah, I I assume that's how they got that that uh that old firehouse. She she claims that she uh, chose to break up with the prince, but I don't think that's true. Yeah, there are layers. Like, I can't imagine like what the rent would be on, or who you'd be paying it to for an old firehouse in in San Francisco. Yeah, it seems like a pretty sick artist space to live in as a single mother with a teenage daughter who makes expressionist art full-time. Yeah. Anyway. We got there. We got back on track. So about the minions. All right. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. We enjoyed the movie well enough. Especially the music. It was everyone's <laughs> favorite part. Oh, yeah. Should we tepper the tops? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, this movie. Where to go on the tepper tops? Um... Oh, right, and right at the end, she got a diary, thus making the movie appropriately titled. <laughs> yeah, they really had to shoehorn that in there. <laughs> I liked Fat Louie, too. So round. Apparently, Pat her Louis is a good name for a cat. Vaguely, her real cat, played by four other cats in this movie, also like that, just like X, uh, drops drops letter on ground. Cat immediately sits on it. Yeah. That's that's yeah. real cat energy. Yeah. Uh, I guess put this movie in the number eight spot. All right, number eight below the illusionist, but above the Indian in the cupboard gasp more watchable than the indian in the cupboard i'm surprised that this is less watchable than the illusionist also fair uh that's mostly like i've told you guys before i I suffer from sometimes terrible second embarrassment so there's like that's true like i think this is a better movie than the illusionist but the illusionist caused me less pain very fair especially like the like 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 most of the school bits, I was just like, "Oh God, this hurts." Um, they were the worst part. And and like remove all those school bits, I'd like this movie would just shoot up. It, it was really good. It would have cost so much more though to get Julie Andrews on screen that whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just uh, like I said, it's just um, kind of like like awkward comedy. Or hurts me, and I and I really wish I could just turn my brain off and enjoy it, but I just I just can't. So I just sit there. I'm like, oh god, I want to be anywhere else but here. But but like I said, I I do really like. If somebody was like, should I watch The Illusionist or should I watch The Princess Diaries? I'd be like, watch Watch Princess Diaries. Do not watch The Illusionist. It sucks. Also, someone coming up to you and asking, should I watch The Illusionist or should I watch Princess Diaries? I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> watch any other movie. But you, you walk away from that person. Why are never those engaged. your choices? <laughs> Do not look them in the eyes. I can't explain why, but this is really important. <laughs> but but uh, uh, hypothetically speaking, if somebody was to ask me that very oddly specific question and they didn't take a third answer of watch literally anything else, I would say watch The Princess Diaries. 
and this is how you end up in a trunk. <laughs> Years ago, we were like, would you rather watch The Illusionist of the Princess Diaries? And you're like, I've never seen either of those. <laughs> then they kidnapped me. Uh, the villain. I, I don't know. I wrote Lily, Teens, The Media. Yeah, all three. High school. Well, I guess that falls under teens. Being a teenager. Well, yeah, that, that was the thing. Her teachers way better than most high school teachers. By a mile. It was just just yeah. the other teens were the problem. Yeah, it's true. They really went above and beyond for her, honestly. I guess. I guess maybe maybe you actually do get what you pay for going to private school. That somehow everyone can afford. Oh right, you went to. Oh yeah. Uh, Obviously, they're getting bankrolled by the Genovian government. You think that mom <laughs> lives in that in that place and sends her one kid to private school? Well, she mentions her dad paid for it. Yeah, yeah, she does say that. She says, like, my dad paid for school. We don't oh, know how okay. Lily and her brother get there, but it's whatever. You'd be surprised how lucrative local cable is. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, sing, singing in a, in a garage and occasionally working on cars. Yeah, I, I'd say all three of those are solid villains. Um, but were they good villains? Man, I mean, the fucking media swarming around the beach house. Or the yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's another thing that I didn't realize was like borderline actually fucked up when I watched this movie as a kid. I was like, yeah, I, mean, I guess they want like a picture, but I was like, no, no, like <laughs> what they're doing here is kind of fucked. Yeah. With the disguises and shit? Yeah, just the, the, the like, grass reads on the camera. I, I, I'm trying to think of a profession that's, like, less respected than the paparazzi. The police. That's a really good answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, police are pretty close. At least the paparazzi, well, I was going to say don't kill people, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my dear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, surely they do it less often. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and let's not forget that they're um, oft held at fault. Like, never once, never once do they go, well, the celebrity was coming right at them. Yeah, that that is true. Okay, okay, yeah. So I think I respect paparazzi more than the police. Compelling cases, guys. Um, but in terms of villain ranking... I think nine. Number nine. Below Nim slash Jenner and above McCavity. Yeah, that seems about right. They all like they almost didn't need to be there. They're just like a physical representation of Mia's uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like the thing when like ranking villains is like passive forces like the media and teens are like fine, but they don't leave as much of an impression on you as like a single individual or a small group of individuals who you really get to know and hate. Business dads. But We're man, gonna go with the man prince. did Mandy get coned. <laughs> Me get coned. Honestly, those teens got off really light with punishments compared to what they did. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like, it was uh, supremely fucked up. Um, a few, the stuff on the beach was like... Yeah, no, every, no everything you, 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 you 
you people are evil. Well, and like, okay. Um, what, what was his name? Josh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. What Josh did was like shitty, but like he just showed up in that movie and immediately was like, oh yeah. Uh, the moment I found out that you were a higher value partner, I dumped the other one. And, like, am now here to capitalize on your affection for me. So, like, when he, like, used her to be in the media, I was like, yeah, okay, this this reads. Um, but what those girls did just, like, actually seemed like it came out of nowhere extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for no well, reason. And, 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 like, it was even more malicious than what Josh did. Like, Josh was like, oh, the cameras are here. Yeah. I'll kiss her for my 15 minutes. What yeah. they did was like actively lead them, lead, can't, like, 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 imagine if you have crack. a towel on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he, like, he acknowledged her consent until there was cameras. He's slightly better than them. Yeah, yeah. And like, she was clearly into it when they were like in the shed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when she was like, this isn't very romantic, I was like, yeah, you're right. You have to realize later that, like, other boy is the boy to be with. But, like... Yeah. but And, and he's like, yeah, that's fine. And then, and and like, then she's like, uh, almost a reasonable guy. And it's like, how, it's like, how about a foot rope? I, that, I was just <laughs> going to say, just being like, oh, man, we can't make out. You want a foot massage while we're, like, hiding in the shed? I was just like, look, that's not, like, a... Even necessarily a bad thing to ask to, to say, but like weird. It was it was surprising to me that that was the first bullet you had chambered. It's because he really wanted a foot massage. Yeah, his feet were sore. It it was on his mind because it was his feet involved. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, we certainly could list Dead Prince Business Dad. Uh, I feel like the Joe old. was Business Dad. Like, let's be yeah, I, I was also kind of thinking Joe, just because he had a more active role in the movie. And, like, he was both business and dad as fuck. Yeah. Like, he stoically carried her around in that limousine, offering, like, sage pieces of advice and wisdom <laughs> at exactly the right moment. Yeah. <laughs> while, while, while hitting on her grandmother. And, like, quietly <laughs> looking out for her best interest, like... Man, my favorite Joe scene is when, after the dancing... When he walks over, he was like, you've been wearing black so often recently. And pulls her in for a dance. Yeah, I was like, oh, Joe, god damn. Sweep me off my feet. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so bodyguard business granddad. Yeah, that sounds good. Grand step granddad. Huh? (laughs) Let's not get too complicated. Heir of Genovia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, just what, like, do you, what do you what do you get if you marry the, the queen? queen? But like not, she's not the queen by birth, so like he couldn't become king. He must be a prince, maybe a duke. I I am unsure. <laughs> just the is the to the baron and baroness. May you always be baron. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, oh yeah. We didn't talk about the uh, the uh, president of Genovia. Just surprising bro. Yeah, he was cool. 
just like it's like it's like the princess is embarrassing herself quick we must also eat too much uh sherbet sorbet so uh where's joe go he's he's so dad he's so business yeah, he's he's honestly like uh, put him right in the middle of the list, put him number four. Does he exist just, on both ends of the he, axis? He he really is just the perfect balance between dad and business. Perfectly balanced, as all Joes should be. <laughs> Joey, no, just Joe. All right, and then for people we want to list, somebody listed Fat Louie. N- I did. Nailed, nailed both of them, and Fat Louie and Joe. Perfect. You guys knew exactly what was going to be said. I was like, I'm listing Fat Louie whether you like it or not. <laughs> well, he's cute. Yeah. He's so round. And they dubbed, <laughs> they dubbed in like some hissing in the first scene when the queen meets him. Just randomly. Uh, and then Mia, I suppose, for the glory. Yeah, sure. I guess she could have she could have her subjects fight for her. I was going to say that the entire country. <laughs> I was thinking Lily, but all right, man. I can't imagine. I mean, I have no idea what the pricing would have been like in two thousand one. But like when she's just like, it'll be four hundred dollars to fix a sixty eight Mustang in San Francisco. It's just like that seems like probably a pretty damn good price for a high schooler, though. I mean, sure, it's it's a lot of money to a high schooler, but like, why is she buying a vintage car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like, what do you mean the parts for a '68 Mustang are expensive? They they're probably still making those, right? It's only twenty three years old. <laughs> sure. Isn't isn't a '68? Wait, am I dumb? Yeah, I'm dumb. I'm yeah. Math. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you said it with such confidence I was I was unsure for a brief moment. And I'm like, this no. Is long enough for me to steal the crown jewels. <laughs> so. It's just like, nah, nah, 68 is definitely not 23 years uh before 2001. Noise. Uh yeah. The teppers have been topped. Well, mostly low middled. <laughs> I'm very curious what'll like break these lists because like surely we can definitely beat the prestige and Hopper. Like there are definitely better movies and villains. I mean Hopper's a solid villain and the prestige is a pretty good movie, but like I'm curious if if we'll beat beat them this season. Yeah, like there's almost certainly gotta be something. Exactly. Like the Princess Bride 2. Like I like I liked Hopper, but I wasn't like, oh man, he's the best villain ever or anything no. like that. It's just like he's just the best of the bunch. He's got a very good scene, and then otherwise is quite solid. Yeah, and like the Prestige is like a good movie, but again, I I don't even know if it would make a top ten <laughs> for my it's favorite. It's kind of movies. hard because we've like n- put out a lot of our knockout movies already in season one. And a lot of the knockout movies that are left have, like, seven people who want to be on that episode. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't know how to schedule this. Yeah. Still wild, the fucking last unicorn of all things managed to top that season one list. That's not wild at all, that movie fucks. 
my favorite part was was uh, when uh, season two's number one movie was Cats. <laughs> very, very, very briefly. Oh, Cats. Number one out of one. Oh, Cats. Wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. Doesn't mean it was good. It beat out the Santa Claus because out of all the things Cats manages to do, it doesn't have any secondhand embarrassment. Well, in terrible cats body Santa Claus? Yes. <laughs> the Santa Claus caused me pain. Like, the body horror? Like, like it is a story of a man whose life falls apart because his shitty kid got him to accidentally make a deal with a devil. And, like, against his will, his mind and body is, like, changed and shaped. And then at the end of the movie, yeah, but it's like been so... War, but it's been so warped that he thanks his kid for turning him into something totally like it's it's yeah, fucked up. That, that's Santa. that's nice. fucked up. No, no, not nice. That's fucked up. No, it's Santa. No. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned during the episode, I have a, I have, I have a different opinion. Like, if 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 something wants to morph my body into an overweight man with a beard with no health problems, I'm I'll sign up. <laughs> <laughs> I already got two out of three. Yeah, just yeah. It's 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 impressive. It's impressive how much of a horror movie that actually is. Yeah, but like again, in a similar case, if somebody came up to me and said, "Should I watch Cats, nineteen ninety eight, or The Santa Claus?" I'd probably say, "Like, watch The Santa Claus." I feel like my question would be, "Is it Christmas?" <laughs> I mean, you can watch Christmas movies when it's not Christmas time. But but can what can you watch the cats when it's not Christmas time? More important. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> I just feel like the Santa Claus goes from barely tolerable to actively upsetting when you don't have the context <laughs> of Oh yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, wait, if you're if you're watching the movie and you can go, I get to open presents in a couple days. Yeah. Yeah, like this. This is related to the to the thing I'm doing right now. The suffering this is, is all worth like, it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's May ninth. Let's watch the Santa Claus. All right, we know what we're doing every May 9th now. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't stand watching that movie again. I can't believe I got a no from Connor. I don't like the Santa Claus. <laughs> Thank you. He makes me uncomfy. <laughs> yes, because it's a very uncomfortable movie with terrible implications. I had a good time, and I appreciate terrible implications. And they just get worse. <laughs> oh, God. At least Bernard was cool in that movie. Bernard does fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember a lot of the second one, but it's, it's I'm pretty sure it's much worse. Oh god. Oh, they don't get better. <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I I mean the like horror implications I think are much worse than the second one. That's awful. Oh yeah. Don't worry. It's ba- it's almost December, guys. I'm I'm worrying. <laughs> like, <laughs> sweating in fear over here. Oh. Well, we did a pretty good job. We t- we spent a whole hour talking about definitely just the Princess Diaries. 
We definitely called it the Princess Bride at least three times. Did we? Probably. I oh, definitely yeah. Ch- oh, God. I noticed myself catching myself a bunch of times, so I'm sure I said the wrong thing at least once. They're basically the same movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Identical. Mm, one is way better than the other. But you'll have to tune in to find out. I don't know to what. We're we're not doing the we're not doing the other one, so haha. Got you, audience. Uh I suppose we should all try to escape, so it's time for arbitrary ratings. Do we still do arbitrary ratings? Oh god, arbitrary ratings. Yeah, we've always done arbitrary ratings. Uh, we've never not done arbitrary ratings. It's we're we're trapped. We we we're trapped we, in the rules we gave ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> we, we signed a contract. Like how God can't lie. Uh, I think he can lie. No, he very specifically can't. We should ask a minion. <laughs> I feel like there's somewhere in the Bible where he lies. There's got to be. No, it's like a pillar of Christian theology that, like, God's word creates reality. So, like, when he lies, reality becomes that way. Oh, God, that's... Pre- presumably later, later. After, after people suffer for after the what fact, God yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, no, like, he, hard, he hardcore doesn't lie. He sometimes says, like, whoops. But, like, <laughs> when... when <laughs> when God shows up and says, I made a mistake, it's the truth. <laughs> right, arbitrary ratings. Shouldn't let all you fuckers speak the same language. Now I have to drown you all, etc. Um, I rate this movie like seven paparazzi coming out of the bushes on the beach. Out of that's it. They came out of the bushes. Fair. Had no warning. I've decided to do something drastic and award this movie the Genovian Order of the Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an honor to oh. speak for itself. Oh. 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 Now does anyone have a saber? I have an emergency <laughs> break. It'll have to do. I love that they got invited to the party at the end. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, I rate this movie uh, triple booking on a Saturday night. Only way to do it. Out of one night. People were so confident in their answers. I never thought it would get to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it while Spencer was talking about God. <laughs> Same. I... I... <laughs> rate this this movie uh, rushing out of the room to avoid vomiting nice nice as always i've been your host ivan i'm connor spencer and tepper and a special thanks to 8-bit jazz for the use of our theme song you can find them on youtube or follow the link in the description Oh, oh, oh,
Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.